0: Hello, and welcome to Curbside Counselor. Today we are continuing our eight-part series of insights based on A Course in Miracles. In this episode, titled Love and Romance, we'll talk about how the world tells you what love is. Stop looking out there for love because it's really inside of you. And when you see it or feel it, you are seeing yourself and your own love. Today, we will give you snippets of insight to help you understand yourself better. So let's get right into it. Series 1, Episode 6, Love and Romance. We have all known the euphoria of love, or being in love as the world has named it, and I'm sure we have all looked upon another with starry eyes, giddy feelings, and through a filter of, you're perfect. (laughs) So let's assume that you have been in love with someone at some point in your life. If you have entered this love relationship with another for what you think you can get out of it, even if you think this subconsciously, you would most likely be asking that person to help you with your repressed feelings. Now, you're not really aware of that, though. And romance does this perfectly. And whilst this might seem like a jaded view of love and romance, it truly does make you feel good about yourself. Better than an Oxycontin. You protect me from my inner feelings. I assign you, the object of my love, the responsibility for my happiness, and I become dependent on you for that happiness. So, in other words, I am not in love with you, but rather I'm in love with your ability to keep me feeling good about myself. Often though, dependency can breed contempt. So, if you are not happy, you're going to conclude that it must be the other person's fault. I mean, after all, that person is the one who is supposed to keep you happy. Remember, you've set that up in your mind. If you are looking at it from the world's perspective, you could easily think that. Specific issues that might arise within a relationship, say money, for instance, might reveal a partner's feelings of inadequacy or worthlessness. This results in unhappiness and in turn puts the blame against the other partner because they are supposed to keep you happy. But this money issue doesn't necessarily show up in those specific types of easy-to-recognize terms. You learn to recognize what the real issues are behind interaction, positive or negative. Romance can quickly turn to hatred or contempt when it is based on a give to get type of relationship. The give to get idea basically means, I will say nice things to you and feed your ego as long as you fulfill my needs. This of course is terminal for romance and only ends in disaster, unless the purpose of the relationship is changed. Let's say you had some upset over an issue with someone you're in a relationship with. Later or the next day, you might both go to the uh, can we talk scenario and start the tennis match of comments that will be batted back and forth between the two of you. Subsequently, the regretful laments you and your partner eventually come to can either land you in the making up part or somewhere in there you might have realized that this is not love or romance. It's a game. And one partner in the relationship has probably gotten tired of playing the game. This can go on and on in a looping cycle by focusing on the problem to be fixed. But the problems often don't really get fixed. Things just go back to the manner in which they broke in the first place. Then, when you get even more tired of the loop, you may abandon it for another or another. All the while, you are desperately trying to find love. The ego always urges you to seek outside of yourself for what you want or need. It is never ever out there. It's only within you. When you realize that love is who you are, harmonious relationships follow naturally. So switch gears when it comes to love and romance. Instead of looking to another for your wholeness and completion, share your wholeness with another. You'll then think in terms of what you can give to the relationship. The amount of wholeness you can give to a relationship is unlimited. We spoke about whatever you give, you already have. So you have what you desire by giving. You find it in yourself as you give it away. Okay, you say, what I give, I have. But there are always some behaviors which I can accept and some I cannot. In that case, When you recognize this, understand that whenever you see something you like or agree with, you can express gratitude. When you see something other than that, ask your inner self or your intuition to help you see it differently. The amount of wholeness you can give to a relationship is unlimited. And in the context of wholeness, seeing, which is your perception, teaching and giving are all the same. If you become defensive or even offended at a comment someone made towards you, they have just pushed one of your buttons. They have just brought a little piece of your iceberg of guilt where it has been safely repressed in your subconscious up to your awareness. You have a choice at this point to free yourself of it by forgiveness or to reinforce it by projecting it onto them. When someone or any situation pushes your buttons, they are not doing it to be against you. It's actually for you, so that you can heal it within yourself. Keep in mind that this is just the form the world is reflecting to you. Every day, the world gives you hundreds of chances to teach and as a result, learn who you are. Your inner vision, which is who you really are, never tells you what to do. Instead, it guides you to think about how you will respond. So what if you're not ready to forgive in this particular instance? That can apply to anything. No worries. The opportunity to heal yourself or forgive another is never lost. Even if you say to yourself, Okay, I get what they're trying to say to me and I'll I'll be ready next time. The thought is still fear-based and it comes around again, only... This time, it will be in a different form, and you probably won't even recognize it. I know, that probably doesn't make you feel any better. I didn't say it was easy. Life in this human form on what I'll say is a holographic planet is complex, and our version of love here even more so. So once again, we at Curbside Counselor have given you something to consider about love and romance on an entirely different level than what you're used to. We appreciate you taking a few minutes today to listen to our little snippets of wisdom. You can ponder them throughout your day or make notes about them throughout your week. But until the next time when our next episode will be about forgiveness and gratitude, keep listening. Keep an open heart